HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Heritage Radio Network on tour. I am Hannah Forden, and we are here doing live interviews from Good Food Mercantile in beautiful San Francisco. And I'm here with our good friend from Gustiamo, Beatrice Uigi. Did I say it right this time? Very well. Oh, thank, thank you. gosh. And a new friend, Mariangela Montanari, um, who is a very talented vinegar maker. Um, welcome, ladies. Thank, thank you. you. Thank Great you. Great to be here. Um, so, Mariangela. Tell us a little bit about your family's history making vinegar in Modena. I know it's a it's a region that's well known for balsamic. Um, so tell us a little bit about how long has your family been making vinegar? The name of the company is La Cadalnon, that means uh, the house of the grandfather in dialect, because it was my great grandfather who started the, the uh, tradition in house of making vinegar. He started for the family like everybody in Modena, because uh, traditional balsamic vinegar is in Modena something which is really rooted in the culture of the city. So it's, uh, it's a kind of product that if you speak to someone coming from Modena, you will discover that everybody has at least the three barrels in the loft where we produce uh, the traditional balsamic vinegar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it's, like a, it's a designated region for vinegar. Um, are there specific um, varietals of grapes that you prefer to use? Yeah, the the traditional balsamic vinegar. I'm always underlining the word traditional because there are two products on the market uh, with the name balsamic linked to Modena. One is the traditional balsamic vinegar and the other one is the balsamic vinegar of Modena. Despite the almost uh, the same name, they are two completely different products. We are producing the very, very old uh, and uh, traditional version, which is uh, um, produced only of cooked grape juice, of grapes uh, coming from vineyard in Modena and its region. And the grape we use are Trebbiano Modenese, mainly, Lambrusco, and uh, Sauvignon, Pignoletto, Spergola, Occhio di Gatta. So they are the typical, typical variety of our own area mm-hmm. that are harvested, uh, the ripest as possible. They are pressed. And then the juice is cooked and aged. And talking about the grapes, what I want to mention here is that Mariangela's traditional products, including, of course, the traditionale balsamico, is made with grapes that are owned by the family, which is made, it's very rare. I think it's, you might be the only one that is making balsamic traditionale with her own uh, grapes it's very rare and makes the whole a whole of difference because you 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 really start from you have the whole cycle cycle of the process you know under the your control from the beginning 
the mm, the big difference in between the traditional balsamic vinegar and the balsamic vinegar of Modena is the fact that the traditional is just coming from cooked grape juice that is naturally fermented and then uh, transformed into vinegar through a very very slow process that lasts for the younger product a minimum of 12 years and for the product that we know extra aged a minimum of 25 years. We are aged in a series of decreasing volume barrels through an aging method that is called uh, similar to the Solaris method. So it's uh, blending with ear renewal. The balsamic vinegar of Modena, so the product that you mostly find on the market, is on the contrary a blend in between a wine vinegar, a cooked and concentrated grape must, and often with the adding of caramel to stabilize the color of the product. In this case, you have the, that the origin of the ingredient is not requested, and the only thing that the product has to do in Modena is uh, two months in barrels of uh, no, in one barrel of no definite volume. So the two products have a similar name, but they are completely different. And uh, to make sure we understand the difference between the two products, I want to tell you that the balsamic of vinegar of Modena is made is made in 100 million liters per year. That's the production. 100 million liters per year while the balsamico tradizionale that Mariangela makes is make in, made in 10,000 liters. So 10,000 liters, the real product, compared to so the That's why Mariangela wants to stress the idea and the difference of tradizionale with balsamico of Modena. Yeah, it's something entirely different. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about the aging process because we have some product in front of us um, that is, comes from a, uh, is aged from a range of time. So talk about the aging process and what difference 12 years to 25 years can make in hmm. what we're tasting in a product um, the aging process is quite peculiar because we are speaking of a product which is aged in series of barrels decreasing in volumes and these uh, series are specifically called batteria so and like uh, battery, like battery, battery of yeah barrels and um, the batteria, so the battery, starts all at the same time. So when I want to start a series, I fill all the barrel at the same time with the same cooked master. And every year, I will compensate the loss of liquid of the smaller barrel with part of the liquid of the second, the second with the third, the third with the fourth, the fourth with the fifth, and so on. And I will put every year, once a year, the new cooked master in the biggest barrel of the line. Through this blending process with renewal every year, I transform the sweet and fruity cooked mast into something which is long and syrupy in mouth, which has a very, very high but balanced acidity that is persistent and it is opening and overwhelming your mouth with its taste. The traditional balsamic vinegar is not a vinegar you use for dressing a salad. Uh, it's uh, a vinegar that you taste like Beatrice is doing now, directly on the spoon. You sip it as uh, an aperitif. You or sip you add uh, to a fantastic steak. Or, or you. And it's, it's, and it's very thick, it's a totally different texture. Yeah, it's very thick, but the, the most of all, it has a body. When you we are tasting. 
<laughs> when you put it in your mouth, it fills your mouth completely and you really feel the product and the persistency of this product is very long in your mouth. It stays there, it accompanies you. And this is the sign of a very, very aged product. And so it's very complex. It's and very this is the 25 year? Yeah. So it's, um, it's, um, it's, it's, um, it's really as thick as like a, it hardly comes out of the bottle. Yeah. And uh, it's very thick and you, and it, uh, it, um, would you want some? <laughs> she knows what it tastes a pretty like. Noise. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty yeah. noisy. It's amazing. It is persistent. The most striking aspect of this product that it stays in your mouth and it accompanies you for a long time. You get you get this persistency only through aging. Mm. It's it starting like molasses. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Because yeah. it's perfectly balanced right. between the uh, sweet and sweet the sweet and sourness. Yeah. Berries and uh, it's really berries. the the. The goal we want to reach in aging is to obtain the perfect balance in between sweetness and sourness. It started in, I mean, historically, it started as a, as a digestive. It yeah. was, is on, was only devoted, it was only... Sort of medicine, in a way. ...to the aristocracy. It was a very, very... Um, rare product, as it is now. As it as is now, yeah. It was born at the, the product... Uh, was born, we don't know exactly when it was born, but the first written witnesses about a very special vinegar produced in the area, we have uh, since uh, the 11th century after Christ. So it's a product that has been developing through history since a very, very old time. And uh, the scholar says that this product probably is originated from uh, the habit of the ancient Romans of cooking the grape juice uh, to produce a sweetener that is called Saba. Mm -hmm. uh, and since we are now have tasted this fantastic the Tradizionale, the way in Modena and in Italy they uh, match, they have the balsamico Tradizionale is with Parmigiano Reggiano. Parmigiano Reggiano, that, look at here, we have our new entry, Gustiamo's entry, that is Parmigiano Formaggio delle vacche rosse. Formaggio delle red vacche cows. rosse, the red cows. And uh, I'm very proud about this parmigiano because I know the producer very well, who is a friend of mine, Luciano, and he's producing this very, very, very special cheese only with the milk of the red cow, which was the ancient breed from where the parmigiano has originated. So they've evolved together. Yes. But uh, it's, uh, now it's again, this is a rare cheese because uh, the red cow are, however, very, very few if compared to the normal cow that is used to make the Parmigiano, which is uh, another breed which is much more productive. The red cow has been uh, little by little abandoned because it is producing less. So it is not apt for industry. Right, as we've been talking about a lot at Good Food is, um, you know, efficiency and yeah. high production doesn't always yeah. make for the best product. Yeah. Um, because we're getting a little bit low on time, let's taste this and then I'd love to kind of talk through a comparison um, of one of the younger mm -hmm. balsamic yes, in your Yes, sure. So let's so taste some just of this taste. red cow parmesan. So we're tasting the parmigiano, the cheese, vaccherose cheese aged two years made by Luciano. Luciano has also, is also in charge of the whole cycle. He owns 200 cows, red cows. Each cow has a name 
I love Rosina and Fiorellino. <laughs> and, uh, and so he has the cows, uh, breeds and, uh, and feeds the cows. They are all uh, like uh, free range, as we say, when they can. And, uh, and he makes the cheese, this Parmigiano cheese. The perfect combination. In Parma, in Reggio Emilia. Reggio Emilia. Reggio Emilia. Yeah. With the Parmesan, again, it's that balance between salty, sweet, acidic. And the vinegar is normally lowering a little bit down the fatty sensation of the milk and it enhancing the flavor and the body of the milk itself. So. But Mariangela also makes uh, other products uh, in addition to balsamico traditionale of 25 years and 12 years in Modena. Mm -hmm. She also makes uh, yeah. in the freshest products, less aged products, let's say. Uh, mature. The focus of, the, of my farm is uh, to use only one ingredient for all our production. This is the cooked grape juice of our own grapes. And uh, through the years we have developed, and uh, okay, we are producing Sabat, which is the ancient Roman product. And from Samba, we have developed a line of uh, condiment, which we have called Balsamo Saba, because we are deriving them from there. And the Balsamo Saba is a younger line that is produced only of cooked grape must that is aged in one barrels for, in this case, three years. Um, it is a good balance in between acidity and sweetness. And this is, for example, the product for dressing salad. Uh, so salads, uh, um, uh, veget steamed vegetables, steamed vegetables, uh, chutney. But in particular for dressing, like yeah. your... your mm -hmm. uh, I have to say, one of the highlights of my summer was I got to put it on some grilled mm. peaches, yeah. which was divine. So thank you for that. Yeah, thank you for using uh, it. So let's talk about, this is only aged for three years. So let's talk about the difference in terms of flavor and texture, because the mouthfeel is so different. This is a younger in taste, if you say, yeah. you, you feel the, acid, the acidity is much less if compared to the one of a traditional, but you feel it more lively in your mouth, because it's fresher. Then it has this balance. It's a little bit unbalanced if compared to the traditional, meaning that you feel the sweetness and then you feel the acidity, and this is normal for a young product. The texture is mild. He has a good body for this kind of texture, but he's shorter if compared to a traditional one. Um, and uh, most of all, uh, it, it is uh, less intense. It is less persistent. And of so course, it's much less expensive than obviously. the balsamico <laughs> traditionale because it's the, this is aged three years. This, we call it balsamo saba. Three years. She makes also, Mariangela makes also six years, but this, I mean, this is it. Uh, why compared to 12 and uh, the, yeah. the complex production and of the traditionale. Most of all, uh, these are more everyday products, meaning that uh, this one you can really use for cooking, uh, for dressing, for uh, preparation. It's a little Wh more versatile. Yeah, yeah. while uh, the traditional, which is a wonderful product, you can use uh, on the spoon, you can use on the uh, fromaggio vacca rossi, you can use on ice cream, you can use on many, many things, but it's all ways a perfume it comes at the end it's the final touch you give to your dishes to change even a very very simple dish one of the things that we love the most is a soft boiled egg open a pinch of salt some drops of vinegar it's delicious and it's one of the most simplest things you can do with a traditional vinegar 
Okay, well, I, that's homework for everyone. Is to try <laughs> Unfortunately, I have to move on, but um, we'll definitely have to continue this conversation again because there's so much more I want to learn. Um, so thank you so much, Mariana. Where can um, listeners, obviously they can find your product through Gustiamo. Um, yes, yes, of course. Gustiamo, we, we are online, gustiamo.com. And you can uh, buy this and other products from Mariangela, Excellent. as well as many other products from Italian producers as, as well beautiful, as passionate, and knowledgeable, <laughs> and, uh, and the Vaccherosi, of course, <laughs> as Mariangela. Thank you. Good. We'll definitely get some. Thank, thank you, you so Ciao. much. Thank Good you. Thank you. Mariangela. Um, I'm Hannah Forden, and this is Heritage Radio Network live at Good Food Mercantile in San Francisco. Um, we'll be back with more. <laughs>